Hey, good morning everybody. Perrin Lovett here for Prepper Post News on Friday, June 18th, 2021. A great show today. Uh, got a little uh, happy note for the end of the week. Not as happy as a uh, 1964 Sears Christmas catalog, but something funny and interesting nonetheless. Also going to be talking about war and the weapons of war. In, in a fun pause, uh, we're just going to be talking about it. It's, it's going to be great. Thank you for listening on Anchor and Spotify and all these other places where the podcast is found. And, uh, of course, watching our videos here. YouTube free videos. I understand just, we're just mere weeks or months or never away from uh, the ban being lifted. I'm sure they will welcome us back with open arms. Um, also, you know, just I keep making predictions, but someday uh, I would like to have this uh, as a... Uh, a long-form, uh, regular-type radio show where we can actually discuss these uh, uh, issues in depth, more in depth than me just flying through them, as I'll do today, to include discussion as in, you know, calling in. But that's, you know, we have dreams, we have dreams. Let's get right into it. I got some uh, coffee here. I'll have a sip. Excellent. Freedom Roasters Coffee. I saw that somewhere. Good news and bad news all around the place. Let's take a look at this on our beautiful Friday morning. Um, so this is good news. Uh, I saw this at the, uh, the Thomas uh, Economic Financial website. After decades and decades of offshoring everything, jobs, factories, capacity, uh, you name it, supplies, uh, U.S. manufacturers... 83% of the remaining manufacturers based in the United States claim that within a year or two, they're going to bring back most of their supply chain or what they can back to the U.S. Uh, this, you know, that, that's great because, you know, regardless of what you think of the past year and a half, there's too much uncertainty to have so much capacity dependent on overseas countries and people that may not you know, be in our, our corner. Now, can, do we have the capacity to support what, all of that stuff? And with, you know, certain electronic components, maybe not, because, you know, we don't, the United States doesn't do things like rare earth elements anymore, but it's possible we could re rebuild everything within the country and then rebuild the country and have a great country. So that's good. That's good news. That's something great possibly coming out of something uh, not so great. Um, Dr. Roberts had a great, this is, uh, this doesn't really fit. It's, it's not so much about economics as it is about demographics. Uh, but Dr. Roberts talks about how countries collapse. And he uses the, uh, most, the recent example of the collapse of the Soviet Union. And then he draws funny little parallels to this place called the United States. Just, uh, just take a look at that. Um, it's a, it's a really good article. Uh, something really positive for a fun Friday. Uh, here, here we go. Back to more good news out of Texas. I know this is bad news. When a state starts to collapse, any any society, modern society, goes down. You notice things like the uh, utilities having trouble. So, KXAN, KTexan reports that uh, in Texas, the big uh, what's their uh, their big power. Uh, company has told people, hey, cut back on that electrical 
uh, usage because we don't have the capacity. You know, summer is here. It's 100 degrees outside. Everybody wants to run their air conditioners. You know, this is Texas. It gets hot in Texas in the summertime. They, they are in the business of providing power so people can do things like run air conditioners. You know, they, they've known this forever. Why, why haven't they increased capacity? Well, read in between the lines and you'll see how many uh, thousands of megawatts are offline because they are green energy and all that green energy isn't all that reliable to begin with and when you have to do massive uh, maintenance on it in the middle of the summer and you take half the grid offline well maybe you should have had more coal or uh, nuclear power we don't do that in America anymore I've, I've been wanting to talk about the nuclear power situation in this country maybe maybe today's not the day yeah five minutes in um, We'll, we'll cover that another day. All right, back to another U.S. state. The, uh, the uh, rapid, that, you know, it's, it's not rapidly failing. It's a totally failed third world state of Georgia. In Georgia, in Atlanta, the, uh, the Court of Appeals has reversed a, a civil verdict against uh, rehashed Nazi Eugenics Incorporated, sometimes known as Planned Parenthood, uh, in a case of uh, a, a nuisance case. Uh, plan, plan murder had this office, I think, in Marietta, and uh, people, good people, showed up to protest, and that created such a nuisance for the other people in the office park. You know, I would, I would not want to be anywhere near a factory where babies were murdered, but you know, the, the protesters would be the last thing on on my mind. But it was a nuisance, and they sued, and uh, they get a verdict of 1.4 million dollar judgment against Plan Murder. And uh, the uh, Court of Appeals of the dead, useless, uh, get-out-of-it state of Georgia uh, overturned that. They said that, uh, look, you know, these practices, killing babies, might be controversial. There's, is there any controversy? Uh, you're killing babies. That's bad. That is, my shirt is twisted. That's bad. There's no controversy to it. And anyway... Uh, this this activity that they're conducting is lawful, and they had all the this concern troll nonsense from everybody about well if this stands then then any business could be sued for a nuisance. How do you handle that? Well, you handle it the way you handle everything else on a case by case. What are the facts basis? And you know if there is a nuisance, you pay for it. If not, you. But if you know the, the point is if you're. Uh, if you're concerned about shuffling a little money around uh, because of some protesters and you're overlooking the fact that how, God knows how many hundreds or thousands of uh, children have been killed in this, uh, this, this place that should be bombed out of existence, your state is dead. D-E-A-D, dead. Uh, take a look at that in the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, formerly a, a real newspaper. All right, and here's one that uh, I have not checked. I'm not sure if uh, this... Uh, President Greenscreen has made it back from Europe, but in Europe, there's something that that Biden, uh, President so-called Biden, should really look into. the uh, The totalitarian state un under Angela Merkel, she's right. She is pushing the envelope to uh, to become the worst chancellor in German history. She's afraid. And by the way, her her days are numbered. AfD is coming. Nationalism is rising. It's it's time to go. But in the meantime, the, uh, the psychotic totalitarian left is fretting 
because they've got all these protesters out uh, that are against masks and against lockdowns. They don't want to be treated like cattle. And they are very concerned. The concerned trolls are concerned that these pro-freedom groups are breeding grounds for right-wing extremists. Um, you know, Biden should adopt something like that. Maybe throw in a little climate change, drool, you know, have the microphone uh, move in and out of his hands. Uh, the people would love it. But you know what? I think, I think you're right, you know, German fascist. Um, you do have some freedom-loving extremists, and they're going to kick your ass right out of office and hopefully put you, in, put you on the dock. Um, anyway, uh, take a look at that. Honest reporting from uh, RT. Let's get right into the... Uh, the build-up, the build-up for our feature story involves not so much warfare, but uh, a hunting season of sorts. Everybody likes to hunt. I, uh, I occasionally like to hunt a variety of game. Uh, it's open season in the West on white people, uh, which is interesting considering that white people are synonymous with the West, but they appear to be, a large portion of them, ready to auto-genocide and just go away. Uh, and the other, you know, the other side is taking advantage of that, which you really can't blame them for. Uh, in France, there's a, the New York Times reports on this, and it's you know the New York, New York Times used to be a real newspaper, and sometimes they come up with a real story. And usually, if it's something outside of this dead country, they do a good job reporting on it, as they did here. It's uh, it's called the teacher and the mayor, uh, French teacher in high school, and a uh, Muslim mayor of the, uh, the town where the high school is located outside of Paris. The teacher, 20-year veteran, noticed many changes as more and more and more non-French people came in and just destroyed the town and the school. And uh, it got to the point where he had to quit and go into police custody because he was the one man that spoke out against all of this. He had it back and forth with the mayor. And uh, it, it's interesting, the, uh, the, the coalitions they actually had a lot of people lining up to support the teacher. Marine Le Pen, uh, next president of France, is in his corner. Um, his hopes are a little misplaced because uh, he, he, he's, he's concerned, you know, is Islam compatible with the French Republic? Well, no. No. And, and not, never. No, it's not. And that is, there's the answer there. But his answer of secularism, the, uh, the specter that's been dominating France for over 200 worthless years, that's not the answer either, but at least he's on the right track. Uh, up in the UK, across the channel, um, this is just insane, but it's, it's not un, unprecedented. Zero Hedge reports. All of these stories, of course, are linked up at freedomprepper.com in the show notes. Uh, there's a charity. There's more than one. There are several outfits in the UK, the United Kingdom of uh, you know, Great Britain, uh, white women are now discouraged from reporting rapes committed by African men. Why? Well, because that's racism. If you report a crime committed by a non-white, that is white supremacy. It's your, you know, it's open season. Uh, this is standard operating procedure in places like Swedenistan and in many parts of Germany. In fact, uh, you know, rapes by migrants are just not prosecuted in a lot of these countries. However, uh, the police will look into reports of the rapes, and they will they have been known to prosecute cute local white women for, uh, for you know, 
reporting the horrible things done to them. Uh, people are getting angry as hell about this, and uh, it's not going, it's going to end, may not end so well, but so be it. I got you a fun, fun little story with a, a local news video to watch. ABC7 out of California has an interesting report. And it's not sure, I'm not exactly sure uh, who this woman is, but there's a woman who committed the microaggression of going to the gas station. Uh, the most racist, white supremacist thing you could possibly do is minding your own business and filling up your car at a gas station. Uh, it's not entirely clear whether she's Asian or is Hispanic. Uh, she's one of those uh, white Hispanics, I guess. She, and to the to the attacker in this video, she's white, so she's a target. And you can watch exactly what this uh, this gentleman does. He's just a <clears throat> just an innocent oppressed uh, minority, um, you know, using his and his. You can watch her assault him. She she repeatedly strikes his fist with her head. It's horrible, and um, it fully justifies everything that's going on. Such as what just happened in Georgia and Alabama. I, I, I mentioned this, uh, you know, I was talking about the uh, gun crimes, and I mentioned that over in Columbus, Georgia, they had uh, some gun crimes where a gun just randomly walked around shooting innocent people. Uh, it turns out it was more involved than that. Uh, an arrest has been made. Uh, this was shootings in Columbus and then one across the river in, uh, in Alabama. Uh, you have a, uh, a person of color a Justin uh, Tyran Roberts, a 39-year-old black man, was targeting white males in his two-day-long shooting spree that spanned two states, according to police. Roberts is accused of shooting and wounding five people in Georgia and Alabama over the weekend. I, you know, my only concern is, did he have a license, and did he have those important white male tags that the uh, the DNR, you know, sells on their website? You got to tag your your kills. He didn't kill anybody. Um, is he, you know, he going to be prosecuted? There was a case 250 miles away in South Carolina recently where a, uh, another oppressed black male carjacked an old white man and uh, claimed that the white man resisted the carjacking. So he shot him, and he confessed to this shooting. And uh, <clears throat> the, a jury took two hours to acquit him of murder. So uh, I guess he can go out, and I, I wonder if he had... Did they convict him... You know, did, you know, if he if he did this without a license, without a uh, you know hunting permit, would they convict him of that lesser included crimes? I don't know, but I do know where the, all this is going, and uh, it ain't good. But here's the lighter side before we get to the feature story. Uh, tomorrow we've got some birthdays coming up in June. Uh, Ron pointed out at the uh, community the other day that this is uh, we've got Army U.S. Army uh, birthday coming up. We've got a Freedom Prepper birthday coming up. And tomorrow, everybody's favorite orange cat, big old fat Garfield, turns 43. So, uh, happy birthday, Garfield. Uh, check the uh, check the comment section tomorrow in your paper or online. I think 43 is like 188 in people years. So, uh, congratulations. This episode is brought to you by the Freedom Roasters Coffee Company. You can uh, get your beans... Uh, any way you like them, ground, hold, or in these uh, cute little K-Cups for the K-Pod people among us, uh, you will certainly enjoy that, and uh, it really is the best coffee in the world. Alright, so we've got this, uh, we got wars going on all over the place. Um, I keep seeing these stories about, uh, you know, the, the, the left 
you know, they, that's one thing they've lost. They lost the gun control war, but they're still bleeding about it stupidly. In defiance of the facts, they talk about getting weapons of war off of our streets. And they say that only the military needs these powerful weapons. Well, how is it that, as the AP reports, and this is an astoundingly good report from the Associated Prostitutes, how is it that we have all of these weapons of war flooding onto our streets from the military? Um, and, and right now the answer is because we've, uh, we've stocked up the U.S. military. It's part of the plan to replace real Americans with thugs and idiots and affirmative action hires. And it's, it's just, you know, the Russians and the Chinese are waiting. Um, you know, they may, they may mandate the death jab and just preemptively take out our armed forces. Uh, you know, do, do what our enemies cannot. But as it is now, you've got a lot of, you know, you've got a lot of gangbangers in the Army, in the Marine Corps, and they're doing what gangbangers do. You, you, you put them in a room full of, uh, you know, M4s, they're going to take a few and sell them to their buddies on the street. And then, as you can see in these videos, you're going to have the usual suspects doing the usual things. And then, you know, they blame, blame us and climate change for it. Well, what a surprise. But in, and these are just the numbers that the military reports. I know for a fact they're much, it's much worse. Uh, in the past 10 years, your, your <laughs> imperial military has just lost 1,179 rifles. And these, this, these are not 30-30 hunting rifles. They're M4s, M16s. 694 handguns, the Berettas that they use. Uh, 74... Machine guns. I, I don't know what kind of that. We don't get into what kind of machine gun. Maybe they're, they're light guns. Maybe they're 50 caliber. We, we don't know. They've lost 36 grenade launchers. You know, the 40 millimeter grenade launchers. Probably with a lot of grenades, too. They've lost 34 rocket launchers. Javelins and other shoulder-fired anti-tank weapons. 34 of them are now somewhere out wherever um, they, they, don't, they don't recover this stuff sometimes the police catch these things after the fact you know if they're if they're dropped or if the suspect is oh, I was about to say if the suspect is shot by the police if the unarmed suspect is murdered by the racist police then they find his gun that he was armed with and they can trace it back to where it was which base it was stolen from they've lost 25 mortars but I don't know what caliber or, you know, how many, how many mortar rounds. I know that mortar rounds disappear. Eleven shotguns and seven other weapons. Oh, they, they probably don't know either. Um, and there, there have been stories the past ten years about, you know, there's a National Guard armory in pretty much, and this is the great prepper news, there's a National Guard armory in pretty much every American town. And as uh, has, has been demonstrated by so many news stories recently, they're practically wide open. There was a guy in North Carolina, a meth head, walked by an armory, noticed that the fence was down and the door was open. He just walked in, grabbed as much stuff as he could carry, and made off with it. He only got caught because his car had a broken tail light. And uh, when, the, uh, when, the, when the inspectors showed up, they found the armory in exactly the same condition days later that he had found it in. Uh, you've had people retired soldiers with mental issues deciding to put on the old uniform, take their expired ID, 
get right back on post, go to the armory. And uh, th there was a case in Georgia where the, uh, the personnel helped the guy load his car down with mortars and machine guns for some unspecified training exercise. They don't care. They just, you know, sergeant said do it. We're going to put the stuff in his car. He made multiple trips. He stocked his garage full of stuff. And they only caught him years later. He'd never used any of the stuff. He just liked to collect it. They only caught him years later uh, because they did a, an inventory and they they still had the uh, the surveillance footage and they remain, they managed to track him back. Um, I assure you, nothing has changed there. So, you know, with all these gun control people screaming about, you know, we're going to take your AR-15, i got to warn you, it's not theory, it's a fact. This confiscation thing works both ways. And other weapon systems could include anything. So, uh, you, know, there, you know, the underdog in any kind of civil conflict always manages to get armed somehow. And, and not from outside. You know, it's not, not that the Russians are going to fly stuff in. Uh, it's that you, you can just, the other side will give you, give you the weapons. So uh, these are purely abstract terms. I'm not making any recommendations. I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm not even alarmed that let's say, 34 rocket launchers are out there. Now are these one-use uh, throwaways? I, you know, do they, you know, how many, how many, uh, how many rockets went along with these? You know, some did. Um, you know, the the big the big weapons, the you know, like a Patriot battery, you'd need a truck and probably some Raytheon codes. Not that that would be so hard to come by. Uh, no reports of those walking off, unless they're included in the uh, the other weapons. But uh, in the future, I'll I'll find some of these stories about uh, alternative armament, and that are, and I'll just read them to you as reported in the mainstream media. And uh, you can, I'm tempted to tell you about the the test. The military does test on things like you know, armories at uh, military bases, and uh, the tests are very interesting, what, uh, how, uh, how easy certain things are. But anyway, uh, I'll leave you with these cheerful thoughts. Uh, you know, it's, a, uh, it's Friday. Sorry I don't have a serious catalog. I'm, I'll tr I'm trying to think next week I'd like to end on a, a good funny note. I think we've got another birthday to celebrate next Friday. Anyway, have a great weekend. Hope that you stay cool and comfortable wherever you are. Keep your heads on a swivel because things are happening. And I will see you Monday.